Hi, CityCast listeners. Today, we're talking about the things that should be on every Houstonian's bucket list. Lead producer Dina Kesba and producer Farrell Gibbs are joining me to talk about the things every Houstonian ought to see or do. It is Thursday, June 30th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Houston. Okay, Dina. Yes. It was your idea to talk about Houston bucket lists. <laughs> what is a bucket list? And what do you think should be on it? Yeah. Um, I love bucket lists, number one. <laughs> number two, it's basically <laughs> just a list of like be it any kind of experience or anything you should do, basically, during your lifetime. I don't want to say before you die, but during your okay. lifetime. <laughs> but that's what that's it is. Essentially before what it you is. kick the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Farrell? I think we're each going to talk about three things on our very short Houston bucket list. What is your top bucket list item? Well, you you hear bucket list, you just think it's like a good list of things. I didn't know this was going to be things that you needed to do before you died. <laughs> well, everything is something you need to do before you die. That's the only time you get to do stuff, Carol. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the thing. How could I out Houston either uh -huh. of you two? I, I've got to go with something that I know. When I moved to Texas, I just made an all-out sprint here, and I moved to Hempstead of all places. Hempstead? That's out on the outer edge of the Houston area. It's closer to Branham than to Houston. Yeah. And there's really nothing there. There's not much there at all. But there were two things that really I loved in the two years I was there. First one is called Krolchik's. It's a, it's basically a gas station. And if you drove by it, okay. you, you'd, you'd miss it. And, and for a long time, my wife and I just called it the, we couldn't pronounce it. So one day I walked in and I said, how do you pronounce your name? And it's Krolchik's. Anyway, they make in this gas station, uh, the best sausage that you've ever had. Polish sausage, jalapeno sausage. I went there multiple times a week. Plus, since mm -hmm. Texas had lottery, I would sometimes play that. Don't tell my mom or anything. <laughs> All your vices. I'm judging you. Place. I'm judging. <laughs> There's also a place called Alameda Market in town that had, you know. In Hempstead. In Hempstead, uh -huh. that's right. And it had these wonderful sauces and just foods I'd never yeah. had before. Finally, the last thing I'll say about that place that is that was very special to me is there's these long country roads with nothing on them. Cattle to the left, horses to the right, dead silent. And you would walk down. You could even see Houston on the skyline at night. But um, it was a beautiful time to walk and be completely silent. And you don't think about silence near a place so big as Houston. So, um, yeah, uh, Hempstead is a wonderful place. I have very fond memories of it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I I don't really remember much of Hempstead other than my dad being like, hey, I'm taking y'all on a field trip. And we went to some place that sells like a lot of like garden fountains and all these things that are very irrelevant to you when you're a kid. Oh my so gosh. Dina, I know exactly what you're you talking about. You know what about. I'm talking about? It's yeah. really huge. Well, it's enormous, it's Dioreos, it's yes. called Dioreos, and and they moved it. And right now it's on the high, it's on the corner of two ninety and six. When you're going to College Station, they sell Bigfoots, like statues of Bigfoots. Yeah, and and they have like dinosaurs that are twenty feet tall. You know, and people buy these things constantly. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. I thought it was so well, bizarre. That is so Texas, right? <laughs> like so much of Hempstead, yeah. right? Like as a kid, yeah. you're like, that's not a field trip I want to yeah. go on. Take me to Bluebell. <laughs> Don't take me to freaking Hempstead to look at like fountains and Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Dina, what about you? What what are you on the top of your bucket list? The top is a place to go for shopping. So I, I kind of broke down my categories into like, shopping activity and food and then another activity so i'm going to cover the shopping aspect and it's this place called daiso it's a japanese store the one that i'm specifically talking about is the one on westheimer and like west chase that area but what i love about this place is first of all i love stationery and like give me japanese stationery and i'm all over it because it's just so (laughs) cute and colorful so is it like an office supply shop what is it no it, it's got everything it's got like stationery it's got like snacks and food so many cleaning products so many kitchen products cosmetics home goods stationery like everything under the sun that you can think of um, one of the things that I love that they have is they have those you know those really popular bento lunch uh-huh. boxes that are everyone's like obsessed with and they have them in like so many different colors so many different styles and even though like you know, I don't really use a lunchbox these days, but I still <laughs> love it. Those those come in handy. Yeah. They're great. Okay, I'm I'm into lunchboxes, but what is a bento lunchbox? It's divided into sections and you it's stackable. So like you have like one really big one on the bottom, which you could put like your rice and your meat in. And then the middle could be like your fruit, your crackers, and it has like a little divider so your fruit doesn't touch your crackers and get all soggy. And then you get like a little silverware at the top and you just stack them. Cool. Okay. It is. It's really cool. Yeah. All right. So for me, when I was thinking about a Houston bucket list, I was thinking about things that help you understand Houston. That, you know, before you die in this city, you need to really have a sense of what it is. And I thought that a great way to start is in a kayak or a canoe. Um, My favorite kayak trips are sort of hosted by a group in Galveston called Artist Boat. Right now, they're only taking people out on four-hour tours, so that's kind of a commitment. And they include a stop to paint, so I don't know if you want to paint, Hmm. but it's fascinating to look at Galveston from that level to see how natural that coastal area is, you know, how full of birds and life and vegetation. We're used to seeing Galveston as a beach that people drive on with brown water. But from a kayak or a canoe, if you go into places like Christmas Bay, it is beautiful. It's astounding. You need to see that. What What do you mean paint? Uh, yeah, least... I was going to ask that. You're out there, I think, with a canvas and paint brushes, and you are painting the birds or the trees around you. It originally started as a group that, you know, was taking, I think, school kid groups out. Um, And normally they'll offer trips that are shorter and don't involve a stop for painting. Do Um, you paint? But not right now they're not. I did not. But they they will teach you, and there is no experience required. So Hmm. you can come home with your own, you know, painting of an egret. Oh, I think I might make those paint teachers quit (laughs) (laughs) but that sounds really cool that sounds like a cool tour yeah our guide like showed us like 
funny little plants you could pluck out of the water and eat, which was the thing that really impressed my son. So everybody ought to pull. Pluck out of the water and eat? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was like salty and refreshing, a little healthy snack. <laughs> All right, Dina, what's your next one? My next one is something that I actually did for the first time ever, and it was so much fun. It was learning how to make yeah. sushi. And it seems mm -hmm. bizarre because, like, I never really want to touch raw fish. I really hate touching it, like, with my hands and feeling it, <laughs> even though I'll eat it. But if I'm, like, feeling it and squishing it, I'm just like, ugh, it really makes it hard I don't think you're supposed to need it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it's it's so cool. It's something you should just do, like, mm -hmm. once at least, you know? You don't have to go often. But just, like, learning how to make a crunch California roll or a spicy salmon roll and – like learning the techniques. I, I, not that I actually took those technique skills home and actually started making my own sushi at home. <laughs> still buy it ready-made. <laughs> but it was just a fun and wholesome experience to see the back end of how it actually make, is made. Yeah. And then you can also taste it. Where did you do it? Where did you, where did you take your class? I took it at the Yellow Rose Distilling. It's out on Post Oak Road. Mm. That does not sound like a place that makes sushi. <laughs> you would make okay. it. I know. <laughs> yeah. I do recommend uh -huh. if someone's going to do it, you have to book like way in advance because they actually fill up the classes really quickly. And yep. you should look at dates like from now because they don't have them as often either. Mm -hmm. But it's great. I, I highly recommend. It was like 50 bucks a person, which is kind of high. But I mean, you're really getting quality fish, really, for that price and learning yeah. all the, like, the freshest ingredients. And I just I really love that. It was such a cool experience. All right, Farrell, what about you? What's your next one? Uh, so uh, apparently there's no shortage of wonderful burgers in Houston. But uh, we had the lookout for one for a long time when I was working at the Chronicle with you. And I would follow mm -hmm. Allison Cook because she's yep. like the burger pro. Every Friday she has Burger Friday and she goes into depth about one Houston hamburger. I love that. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And every one of them looked yeah. incredible. But for whatever reason, on the rotation, we landed on one called Rodeo Goat. <laughs> Such a weird name. Yeah. Just for the name. And, and they have these Rodeo Goats <laughs> on the wall, you know. They're all like uh, smashing horns against each other. But anyway. Wait, pictures, right? Pi Not stuffed goats. Yes, pictures. Sorry. Okay. Um, Got to check. It's Texas. Yeah. Yeah. No, pictures. And so it's, it's like right near Discovery Green. And uh, mm -hmm. it was just a great day. And the burger was awesome. I ate a cheeseburger called Hot Bastard. And <laughs> it has habanero cheddar, marinated Fresno peppers. And uh, it was just, it was a good day. I think the Texans, they were mm -hmm. on TV and everybody was just kind of watching them on a Sunday. And uh, it was a really good burger. And if, if that was just one of a million burgers in Houston, I think maybe Houston is a great place to come to get a good burger. It is. Mm -hmm. Definitely. That brief period I lived in DC and I had been a vegetarian. I really began craving Houston hamburgers. <laughs> I missed those so badly. All right. So for me, uh, my next one up is to take the boat tour of the ship channel. The port of Houston operates this little boat. It's called the Sam Houston that gives free tours. You have to sign up for them in advance and about 40 people get on this boat and it takes you on a tour of the port of Houston. You are like on a little boat 
scooting around looking at the big boats, you know, you see how enormous these um, giant tankers are. The container ships, you know, that are just stacked with things that you would put on the back of an 18-wheeler. You don't realize how many of those are coming in and out of the port of Houston. You don't realize what a port city Houston is or the kind of economic muscle that that involves until you see it from that water's view. And I just love that. It's also really great if you have a little kid who's into like boats and cranes and machines. Mm. But, oh, here's a tip. You have to sign up in advance and at the first of the month, they open up the next month. So if you want to sign up for August, you should do it July 1st. So that would probably be something too that wouldn't be so bad outside because there'd be a constant wind like during during the heat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a constant wind. I think there's even air conditioning in part of it, if I remember right. Hmm. I need to get down there and see that. This is not like the natural part of Buffalo Bayou. This is heavy industry. Shipping. Money. <laughs> you can hear the money. You can smell it. You can see it. All right. So, Dina, what's your last one? My last one is going to be mm-hmm. the Rooftop Cinema Club. So I know there's so many ways uh-huh. to watch a movie in Houston, you know, on the lawn in Discovery Green, you know, Miller Theater. But this one was a really cool experience because, like, I, I never really pay attention when I watch a movie outside because it's just loud and it's pretty hard to, like, hear. <laughs> but they offer yeah. personal headphones to each person. And it's kind mm-hmm. of like a, a theater-style seating as well, like on lounge chairs that are pretty comfortable because there's, like, cushions on it. Yeah. So I went to the one that's in Post Oak, so it's in the Galleria. So you see the the Galleria skyline, mm-hmm. which is really nice at night, especially at sunset. All those uptown skyscrapers. Yeah. Yes. It's showing Pretty Woman on the advertisement with Julia Roberts. Oh. Yeah. They show a lot of old old school films. <laughs> and then one really cool thing if you're into like watching those Halloween themed movies is they show Hocus Pocus around October. September, October. So definitely book those tickets early because that's what I really wanted to watch, but it was sold out. Oh. Yeah. Even though I've seen it a hundred times. <laughs> it's just something about yeah. doing it outside during that time period and around a bunch of people just makes it so mm-hmm. much more fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, my last one may seem kind of obvious, but there's a reason. I think everybody should at least once while they're in Houston, go to Discovery Green. Mm. It's a beautiful park. It's in the middle of downtown. You feel like you're in the middle of Houston. If, you know, there aren't many places that feel like the center of Houston. Yeah. And this is one of them. But also, I just love the people watching there. I love looking around at all the people who are attracted to this public space. Everybody from every walk of life you see very wealthy people. You see homeless people, all different races and ethnicities and ages. And they always look pretty happy. And, you know, in my head, that's maybe not what Houston always is, but it's what we want to be. Mm. Yeah. And it's a beautiful area. Like one of the things I love that Discovery Green does around like Christmas time is a different lights Mm -hmm. setup that they have every year. It's something new. Oh, yeah. It's so cool. Like different lights kind of going through the whole like main walkway in Discovery Green. It's so beautiful. I, I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. 
I love it that there is a lake over the underground parking garage. Yeah. That also seems very Houston. <laughs> I've heard people can go paddle boarding there, even though it's so tiny. Yeah, I've seen it. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah, cool. Yeah, you can rent like little kayaks and canoes and go paddling around there. But, you know, that's not my full-on nature experience. Yeah, no. But it's, kind of fun. <laughs> it's something. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. This has been fun. This has been fun. Can I do my third in case? Oh, oh crud, <laughs> Farrell, I missed you. You're all right. I'm sorry. I got distracted. Okay. It's St. Arnold's Brewery. I actually like their beer. It was always on special at HEB, and it was called Art Car, St. <laughs> Arnold's Art Car. Yeah. And I had no idea for the whole two years that we would bring it home that what an art car was until I came on this show and you taught me what an art car was. <laughs> But if you go to the brewery, they've got this huge, it's almost like a Hofbrauhaus house or something, a bunch of big wooden tables and everyone's outside eating hamburgers and appetizers and, you know, of course, beer and all. Yeah. And it's... And this is enormous, right? It's more, you know, it's not just your average ice house. It's like room for more than a hundred people. Oh, easily. easily. Yeah. It's, it's a really expansive outside. Yeah. And it, you know, a lot of those places feel kind of tourist trappy. This didn't. Uh-huh. And, uh, but the coolest thing was sitting outside, it was actually, you know, a good time of year that we did it. From my memory, you see through like a, a circle of trees, you can see just basically just downtown Houston or the skyline. It's really, really a, yeah, a pretty view. That's right. It's right north of downtown. You can just look. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a really cool place. Did you tour the brewery? I did not. I did not. Oh, Farrell. I walked by okay. it, you know, I mean. You need to add that to your bucket list. You need to go watch the beer being made. I would like to see that there. We just have time, you know. That's the thing about Houston. There's so much to do and just not enough time to do it all. Or it feels that way to me anyway. All right, y'all. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you all. This is great. Thanks, y'all. That was Farrell Gibbs and Dina Kasba. Now, Farrell, what else is going on around Houston today? Thank you, Lisa. Well, I'm not sure if you've heard about this yet, but UT got a commitment from a player who is possibly the most highly recruited quarterback ever, Arch Manning. He's the grandson of legendary quarterback Archie Manning, nephew of Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, so he comes from absolute football royalty. Now, it's not news today that Arch committed to UT. That happened last Thursday when he chose Texas over Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, and others. But what is news late this week is all the commitments that have begun to follow him. It has people believing that UT is, in fact, back. According to USA Today, Texas couldn't get any hotter recruiting now. Yesterday, UT landed five-star wide receiver Johnny Cook II, and earlier this week, five-star safety Derek Williams. Everything seems to be lining up for the Longhorns, as Fox Sports put it about Arch Manning. The third generation of football's royal family has arrived. His first job at Texas is reviving a fallen giant. That is it for our show today. We'd like to give a shout out to Chris Day 58, who on Apple Podcasts gave us a five-star rating and wrote, Today's podcast regarding post-Roe Texas gives succinct, practical abortion information for Texans to use today. Chris Day, you are very welcome. And for you listeners who want to look up that episode, it was on Monday. We will be back tomorrow. Talk with you then.
Sorry, I skipped you, Farrell. Oh, <laughs> uh, my feelings will forever be hurt, and I will never get over this. 